Yeah. It's not like um, we're some sort of hipsters here eating or <laughs> saying, I knew them when they were before they were cool. <laughs> Welcome to a more Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm E. I'm C. And I'm Paul. And this is going to be just a little bit of light housekeeping, um, as the Help Us Help the You Challenge has concluded successfully. Yay! Um, and we just want to let everybody know we we made our donation uh, to the Philadelphia Union Foundation. Uh, again, thank you everybody for um, you know tuning in and helping us reach our goal. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll put our thinking hats on for next year to see what we can do. Um, and if you have any ideas, feel free to share them with us. I'd um, love to find some way to have an interactive competition or game with the with any listeners uh, there. You know, we got a pretty healthy number of downloads this week. So hopefully we can, you know, keep putting out semi-interesting podcasts yeah. and keep people coming back. But if we could find a way to, you know, have a little fun with you, that would be cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to think of, yeah, we'll try to think of something. Yeah, a little something different for next season. And as they uh, say, you know, good artists borrow, great artists steal. So if you have ideas <laughs> that you've heard in other podcasts, please feel free to share them. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into all the big happenings since last week. So and much to talk about. <laughs> this is the part where we play the soundtrack with crickets. Um, yeah, so no games or... But uh, no losses. <laughs> yeah, right. You <laughs> um, deposit a spin going here. Exactly, yeah. We, we're, we're undefeated since our last podcast, uh, last episode. So, uh, so uh, yeah, no games. Um I guess we're all, all the various semifinal teams are getting ready for the semifinals, which are a long time away in some relativistic way. Um, well, from what I understand, we should finish this postseason before the All Star break next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, let's see. Maybe there'll be another like League's Cup tournament we can throw in there. Oh, please uh, don't give them any ideas. Yeah. And we stayed positive. Yeah, five about, minutes in? about three minutes. We lasted. Yeah, three okay, minutes. all right. Um, good, 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 good. So yeah, the <laughs> unions. <laughs> the semifinal game is scheduled uh, for a week from this coming Saturday, November twenty fifth. Um, they actually they have all the all the games uh, times listed now. Uh, so yeah. pretty much the I think the Eastern Conference games are going to be Saturday. on Saturday, and the Western Conference will be on Sunday. Um, yeah, I just got some notes here, right? Uh, it's like, like I said, it's like predicting the weather. We're over a week out, so I don't know how reliable any of this is, but just looking at the injury reports, uh, Cincinnati has three players out, and one is in questionable shape. Uh, the questionable players, Alvis Powell, um, and then... Um, former that, former Union player, Alvis Powell. Oh, that's that Powell. Okay. Wow, did not know that. The, the other bit of um, team lineup good news coming out of uh, Cincinnati for the Union is that uh, newly crowned uh, Defender of the Year, Matt Miazga, is out for the next game due to yellow card accumulation. Yep. Um, you might want to talk about that one a little bit. Um, yeah. But um, 
And then currently, real right quick, now, uh, I did see that Nick Haglin apparently had surgery on his hamstring. Mm-hmm. So my guess is is he's not coming back for the Union game. Um, yeah, because they're 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 listed right now. They're listed as out. So I think it's yep. like for us for the Union, Glesnes is listed as out. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I don't think he's gonna. It's very long shot. He's gonna make it back in time for the final, if right. if at all. Um, yeah. In in. Sticking with the union injury here, um, Julian Carranza, however, we have some good news on that front. Um, it's listed as questionable, but uh, today there was a uh, report on the union website saying that he is returned to full training with the team. Which, got, which is definitely, you know, a hopeful yeah. sign for the team's, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, results in the next go- next round. Yeah. So exactly. I just want to point out one thing, you know, after the, the first round of playoffs completing, you know, you, you expect the higher seed teams to win. So their teams, you know, from both conferences seeded one to eight. Um, so, you know, you got a seeded one through four in each conference. The Eastern Conference had all one through four yep. made it through. Yep. And the Western Conference, the only team in the one through four that didn't make it through was yeah. St. Louis to the get upset number by one. number eight. Yeah. That is just the MLS writers really just, that was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The replace team number, take out team number one with team number eight. Yeah, um, yeah. I was looking at those numbers too when I was going through the uh, semifinal lineups. It's like, hey, look, Eastern Conference one through four made it through, and Western Conference not so fast. Yeah, it is interesting to think though that if the Union were to make it to the MLS Cup, their next home game would be MLS Cup. Yeah, because they mm-hmm. will not host either the semifinal or the Eastern Conference final. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that's a good point because, you know, even if and when the Union uh, make it past Cincinnati, um, we will not be the higher-ranked team uh, coming from the other leg of the uh, Eastern Conference because that's uh, uh, um, Orlando and Columbus. That's ranked two and ranked three. So regardless of that outcome, the Union will be traveling, hopefully, for the Eastern Conference uh, final. Um when is that? February, I guess. Anyway, all right. These these are low hanging <laughs> j- uh, fruit jokes here. Um, well, speaking of traveling, I did notice that um, the uh, sons of Ben have were immediately on top of how to get to Cincinnati for the game. They are really trying to grab support. So, first of all, hi to any sons of Ben who are listening. Thank you for listening, um, and uh, you know, reach out and say hello. Um, but. Uh, yeah, uh, planes, trains, automobiles, they had everything mapped out, approximate costs, <laughs> <laughs> including like uh, gas and tolls. It was kind of amazing. Um, so I bet if really... you start hiking now, you could get there in time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it will it'll be interesting because that is, of course, um, Thanksgiving uh, yeah. weekend. Uh, so, you know, not everybody has off, but uh, there's higher likelihood of people having more flexible schedules. So I'd be mm-hmm. curious to see if there's, um, you know, it's not, not as far as it could be. Um, yeah. So yeah. it'd be interesting if uh, there's a good union turnout. Hopefully there will be. Um, so I just, I found that interesting. I almost wonder if there's like, they're even like organizing carpools and caravans and like, you know, waypoints along the way, like, yes, this guy, Carl, people are allowed to stay at his house in, you know, out by Pittsburgh and, you know, just, uh, yeah, uh, for I, I have no doubt. Um, yeah. 
I mean, if, even if there's not way stations along the way, I'm sure that there's people organizing road trips and, yeah, sure. and, mm-hmm. and tickets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sitting here talking about it, it's like, well, that's not that far away. <laughs> Stop it, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as we get closer time-wise to this game, it's all, uh, Cincinnati is going to look closer geographically. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it in terms of the semifinal upcoming semifinal games. Um, I guess we're in this international break. Uh, Union had seven players uh, called up for international duty of some form or another. Um, Cincinnati only had three. Cincinnati only had three. I saw that one too, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of them was to Venezuela, which the Union, you know, has one as well, but. uh, Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Baribo called up for Israel for a Euro 2024 qualifier. Um, Gazdagd Hungary for the um, same series of qualifiers. Um, Martinez uh, to Venezuela for a pair of World Cup qualifiers. He's going to be busy. Um, Blake and Lowe um, to Jamaica for a CONCACAF Nations League quarterfinal. Good Lord. Yeah, I want to jump um, on that one. So I've lost count. So what is the Nations League? That's what I was just <laughs> thinking as I read it. Yeah. I know that the winner or the top whatever teams qualify for Joe's it, Cup. I think it's is it is it the um uh the South Most- American um um conference um uh championship. I I, I Conmebol? Are you thinking of Conmebol? Yes, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I saw that, and I'm just going to go ahead and just put my cards. Express on the table. your bafflement. I, I don't know what Nations League is. Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's it's obviously Concacaf, but I mean, I could go hit Google and act like I know what it is. But <laughs> essentially, I know that they changed the Concacaf uh, competition, so it's more of an actual league style of play during these non World Cup qualifiers right. or in replace in place of the world cup qualifiers yeah um you know they're, they're they're playing for national honor in some some way shape or form you know um you know it's not quite a super league but kind of is it's yeah, it sounds like it's a chance to get you know hope i guess the, the point is to try to make these games mean something even if they're not for world standings or for world cup qualifiers i think you know the thing that makes me suspicious is that these are all sponsored by orthopedic offices so <laughs> well it depends are they all being forced to play on turf <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah like... <laughs> sorry go ahead see well no and finally um harry ellen mcglynn to u.s olympic training camp in san pedro del pinatar spain uh for friendlies against iran and morocco that's awesome that both Harry Ellen and Glenn got recognized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, these aren't these aren't January call-ups. These are, you know, I think that was for the U23 team, yes, right? Yes, I mean, it's, it's the Olympic team, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so there's a chance that they could actually play in the Olympics, which would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't really like the fact that the Union would be losing players to the Olympic team, but at the same point, you know, it's good for them to get that exposure and hopefully they could help mm-hmm. the team do well. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else on the union team that I feel like it is missing from this list, you know, like, uh, 
Well, Bueno isn't isn't wasn't called up to to Venezuela this yeah. time. He was last time, but then he got injured. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Wagner's still looking for his first call up to uh, Germany. <laughs> Come on, Germany! I'm trying um, to think who else. I was glad to see Godstock on that list because I feel like he hadn't been called up. In no, he had. Yeah. He had? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm. You know, you could say Carranza and Aura. Well, Aura hasn't really stood out this year, but Carranza being pretty good still year. nursing his injury, I could see him not getting called up. Elliot's probably never going to get a call up for. Uh, mm. or, hey, that's more Elliot for us. Maybe Glesnes, but Glesnes is obviously injured. Yeah. Oh, Imbizo. Mbizo didn't get called up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he playing he in this mix in this um, yeah. window. And I wonder too, again, I guess we could just Google this and get the answer, but I haven't heard anything more about uh Bizo's um status with the status, team. Status, right, with his um you know, looking for a new team and or and or his his family's uh visa situation. Um yeah. But he didn't play in the last game, right? It was uh, well, Harriel was out left for Wagner. Did Mbizo play in the last game? I guess he did. I think he, he did. did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of been quiet about Mbizo the last few months. Yeah, maybe they've got it settled down, and he's just going to ride out the rest of the season and then go handle things with his family. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I think it, I just in a quick scan, it kind of seems like the the last news was the first news that we heard. Um, uh, so um, maybe no that's updates. because MLS behind the scenes secretly pulled some strings for the union and managed to make something happen for the team. <laughs> Come on now, Paul. I know. <laughs> Trying to do it with a straight face, but yeah. I just yeah. couldn't quite get there. Yeah. Wait, what? What absolutely massive international star do we have on our team? Oh well, try again next time. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not sorry, bitter. Do you, mean, what, do you mean what um, star do we have that they just made up a game to have him play so they could give him an award? <laughs> oh, and by the way, they lost that game. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that was so. That was the mm-hmm. Miami played. So does this game, right? Between New York City FC and Miami. Mm. And flashing lights and for all intents and purposes, yeah, it feels like just a completely fabricated game. It was was a completely fabricated game. Just 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 to it was like a tribute game for him. For Messi, I guess. And well, he won the blonde door, so something to celebrate for sure. But yeah, it was a weird way to do it. I sometimes wonder if Messi's getting to a point where he's just looking at the various MLS organizers and whatnot and be like, guys, guys, you gotta, this is getting embarrassing now. Like, you know, yeah, what? you're not just embarrassing, you're embarrassing yourself. You're, you're embarrassing me now. So let's, can we just back it off, you know, yeah. a little bit, you know, um, I don't know. Where did that game happen? I think it was New York. Was it New York? I don't know. Not uh, George Mills. Yeah, I wonder I, if they I, would have sold more tickets if it was in New York. So they held it in New York because of that. And then, yeah, I wonder, you know, whoever showed up showed up, and whichever players showed up got to go out on the field. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, good on those players from the union to get those call ups. Um, we were talking about it a little bit beforehand. I am a little surprised Israel's playing at this point in time with all the with all the activity there over there, and uh, you know. 
I guess it's in some ways it's good to have a distraction like an international yeah. soccer break. Yeah. Yeah, we got our semifinal games coming up a week from well this weekend. And then, you know, feel free to uh put this in your calendar for whenever it gets here that the MLS Cup is on December 9th, which is as of this recording, over three weeks away. So I guess it's not that far, but gosh, 24 days away. And we only have what? Two games. You know, whoever gets to the MLS Cup only has two games between now and uh, December 9th, 24 days. I mean, okay. I'm assuming it's going to be, you know, that that Saturday and Sunday after Thanksgiving, then the yeah. Saturday after that, and then the MLS Cup final will be the Saturday after that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I guess that tracks. At least they won't be cramming in the games in the finals. But, yeah. uh, I mean, let's see. You could end up in Columbus for the final. You could end up in Philly for the final. You could end up in Cincinnati for the final. All of those uh, towns could be very cold come December 9th. Yeah, the only ones that kind of have a, I think, a decent shot at being pleasant weather is, you know, well, the West, right? Houston, LA. Or Orlando. If Orlando wins. Oh, Orlando. East, yeah, sure. That would be. Sure. I'm sure that's what all the MLS uh, uh, executives are hoping for, you know, as far <laughs> as weather wise, weather wise. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 slate to Orlando. They're a fine team. There's a reason why they finished as high in the East as they did. But yeah, um, I'm, no, I'm obviously okay. still rooting for the union. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. I mean, when it comes to the MLS executives freezing their bits off, I kind of wish a team from Canada was still in this. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Toronto. Let's go, Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's maybe turn to. I don't know, something a little bit more entertaining or exciting than a little the games that haven't happened. And, and now for something completely different. And now for something completely different. So, uh, yeah, Chrissy, you you have the helm. Oh, I do. OK, well, um, I was uh, thinking that maybe we wanted to talk a little bit about our soccer journeys now. Um, but really, I. Um, Truly, like, how did we all, the three of us, uh, end up being soccer fans, especially since soccer is not, and especially when we started, we all have been following soccer football in, in some form for uh, quite a while, uh, well before it was easily found. Um, before it was really, cool. Well, you really had to <laughs> seek it out in some cases, yeah. Yeah, it's not like um, we're some sort of hipsters here. Dora is saying, "I knew them when they were before they were cool." <laughs> sorry, you don't like hipster. lives, do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry. In joke. Uh. Nothing wrong with life. Um. But yeah. So. Um, <laughs> uh. Yeah. But I, I guess I was. I have a question for my co-hosts. So how did you? How did well, you arrive I mean, at this particular? Um. <laughs> sorry, juncture. <laughs> I would say, you know, ladies first, if you want to go first, you, um, go. you can you can give your your story. And then, you know, I'm happy to answer the question, too, if you want me to go first. It or... might be ladies first. I don't know if that includes me. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, well, gee, um, I was really through E. That's um, what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So but um, well, yes and no, actually two two paths converged. So it was through E, but it was also because I um, was a big Anglophile. Yeah. And right. So yep. I and I had some friends who were, you know, fans of a 
Premier League, um, you know, and I knew bits and pieces about that, but it was, you know, before you could easily access mm-hmm. Premier League action in any way. Um, so uh, kind of had an interest in it from that and um, loved the whole idea of promotion and relegation yep. because I mm-hmm. would love to see that in uh, American sports. I don't, We don't have the infrastructure for soccer, but um, that'd be fun if, um, you know, you uh do that for nfl or something like that but again um just an interesting idea so i I liked that and then i what really got me hooked i think was um watching the world cup Mm -hmm. for the first time um well now i'm gonna now you're asking a lady quote unquote to reveal her age (laughs) no no Um, just which one did you first watch that caught your attention it was it was 2002 and i'll tell you even the game it was um argentina england really yeah um, which because I had heard about it. <laughs> God, here we go. Of all things, NPR, I had heard, you know, like how, <laughs> what a big game this was. And, you know, how well, they were you refighting know, the Falkland Islands. War. Exactly. Because there's beef. There's previous, as they say. Uh, again, I'm yeah, once to again to Maradona. mention uh, Men of Blazers, but yeah, just a lot of previous there for a lot of reasons. But also, um, you know, just how places in uh, those countries were essentially shutting down. Um, now that was not so, the hand of God game, was it? No, was no, no, no. That was no. way back. That was, that was in the eighties. Like I'm pretty 80s, sure. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah no, this just right. happened to be, you know, one of A those scheduling of things that. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, but it was, <laughs> like Stefan would say on Saturday Night Live, uh, it had it all. It was really a great game. I mean, they were singing, uh, uh Royal Britannia. I mean, yeah. the singing in the stands and yep. the. You know everything that was going on there was somebody got uh hurt and was holding his hand to his forehead and when he pulled his hand away there was just a curtain blood. of blood that came yeah. down and i mean not that that you know not that that's necessarily a selling point but it was it was dramatic to mm-hmm. say the least yeah. uh you know and then they just wrapped him up like a civil war soldier and sent him back out you know <laughs> changed his jersey and the whole thing and and then also the, at the end like the um the swapping of jerseys just generally yeah. in the games i don't remember yeah. specifically that one but like i they don't do that as much anymore i think i mean they do but it, it felt like it was more widespread yeah. back yeah. then but it was I, I i just the there was so much culture around this that yeah. had you know had to do with the game but had i don't know it just it just it was fascinating too yeah. yeah so that was but that was tough a tough thing to watch because i mean that game happened to be on on um you know, reg- regular mm-hmm. network television, yeah, yeah. but like the other ones we'd have to watch on um, uh, Spanish language yeah. channels, which is not a big deal, but you know, and, but then that was also the time difference was insane. So yeah, uh, that, we were that watching 2002 in the one was Japan, Korea. Yeah. So yeah, that so was one that you'd be two, going to sleep for a few hours and getting up at like, like two, two, three in two the morning. Yeah. five and eight, I think. Was that yeah. The something like time? that. Yeah. It was it was a wild shift. So, um, but I, I got hooked pretty quickly and was, was doing that. So, so what got you into MLS then since you were, you know, international and, and, you know, Anglophile that you are. Yeah. Um, was that the union or was that? No, I mean, um, I, I, I followed it sort of again through E, um, to a certain extent, but I didn't really start until about 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh we really got into it and um kind of paying attention i mean at the time we would root uh, for the revs a lot actually uh, ironically 
um, oh, yeah. because um, that was, I don't know, um, it was the first team that I could recognize players, yeah, <laughs> pick out yeah. and recognize players. That was back in the days of Taylor well, a couple, Tolman. A couple of your boys, right? Oh, Steve Ralston. Taylor Tolman, Steve Ralston, yeah. who reminded me I liked him because he reminded me of one of the BC boys, that's all. That was my pure, <laughs> my sole basis for liking him. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I know he Gosh, probably didn't really? catch your eyes, but Shawry Joseph is still one of the class players Shari. of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he yeah. made me want to, you know, be at that be played midfield just watching him. Yeah, that defensive so... midfield position. He just, I mean, like, I don't know who, you know, if he was if he him in his peak versus Martinez at his peak, I'm not sure who I go Ooh. with. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that that's like a that's like a Balboa thing. Like, you know. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, well real quick. So, like, I mean, what really kind of helped me learn a lot about the league was there. There may still be. I haven't looked into it in a few years, but they used to have a fantasy league. Yeah. Um, I think there were ones that were run by other yeah organizations, but there was one that was actually run by MLS too. Mm-hmm. And we had a little kind of family and friends league, league yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, also just, just doing that and putting yourself out in the, the whole mm-hmm. field of whatever. So that was, that was a lot of fun. It got me to really understand like the other teams better than I do now. I mean, now, since there are so many teams and since we have the union and I'm very union focused, I, I probably have less of an idea of what's going around on around the league, unless I, you know, like we have a connection to St. Louis. So um but that that used to be a lot of fun too. So yeah. that that really kind of brought me up the curve a little faster than I might have yeah. come right. up otherwise. So, um, but then ever once we get once the union came, then it's you know the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, it got real simple. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, I, I will say that uh, little just fun fact: the the day the union unveiled their uh, first jersey was actually the day that E and I got married. So that was, was I texted it? him in the morning. That's right. <laughs> and, and that's I just sent him the news. That was it. I was like, wow. see you later. Uh so yeah, that was it was kind of fun. Huh. Yeah. Both seeing uh new outfits for the first time. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> it's funny. I still remember too, the union were hosting uh open tryouts. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I just like remember, it, it, was it that weekend or the weekend before? There were two, and one of them was, was uh, our wedding day. Our wedding, yeah. But I remember just like joking, like you know, what? I just want to just go down and try out. I know I'm not going to get in, but just to say I tried out, you know, I'd like walk on that field. Thirty seconds later, as I'm like gasping for air, like thank you very much, you know, and then that's it, you know, just to say I did it. <laughs> I feel like those guys from uh in that movie Invincible that you know, were obviously yeah. never going to have a chance at the team yeah. but just show up and just just so they could say they did it. Yep, exactly. Yep. Uh you want me to go next? Yeah, e? Paul, what about yeah. you? Yeah, let's let's All go right, through so, our, our three-tiered questions here. So, you know, uh for those of our do, those who might be listening and don't know, E and I are from a family with six kids. I was mm-hmm. number four, he was number three. So growing up, we didn't really play organized sports. But the <laughs> one year that I played an organized sport uh was second grade soccer. And that was the one organized game team that I was ever on. Um 
you know, other than I think I may have run a, run a, run a season of track in high school for some reason. I don't yeah. know if that was a bet or what, but um, yeah. So I played, played one year of organized soccer in, in as a, as a kid and, you know, then it kind of fell off. I do remember having a 1994 U.S. hosting the World Cup T-shirt. Uh-huh. Um, and I mainly remember that because our brother-in-law, Tom, at one point had, was over at our house and needed a shirt and took that one. Uh-huh. And then I don't think I ever saw it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, like if he got something on it and, and, and or what. But yeah, I don't even know why he didn't, why he needed a shirt. I just, I think that was what happened to it. <laughs> Tom, um, you owe a t-shirt. I think it was Tom. I, I could be I don't, anyway. Another. I do remember that T-shirt, and then after that, um, I'm trying to remember the timeline now. But it was definitely around that 2002 World Cup. I definitely distinctly remember watching that World Cup, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm pretty sure that was before I started playing as an adult. I think that's what got me into it, uh, because honestly, e I remember going. And we, uh, it was either on one of the PBS stations or one of the broadcast stations that had uh, a couple of the games on. And I remember getting on a phone call with you at like yeah. one in the morning, three in the morning, something like that to this watch. 2002. Welcome. In 2002. Yeah. Um, and I also remember this was before I was married and Jen's cousin from Korea. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> and I have Jen. And 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 her mom were you know I asked my like, hey for whatever reason can I come over and watch the game on ESPN because we didn't even have cable yeah. at the yeah. house and so I drove over there one night and watched it with hey um I, I, I think I enjoyed you guys for this you did I think you did uh, yeah because I remember down from where you were living. Yeah, I, I think it was Korea with, versus with, the U.S. It was, it was, and so she's obviously cheering for Korea, yeah, and we're cheering for the U.S. And it's like three in the morning, and Jen and her mom and her sleep are asleep upstairs, so none of us are cheering. Well, she didn't cheer particularly loud no. anyway, but we were jokingly rooting, you know, cheering with her. And I remember that that was a lot of fun. I remember uh, she was like the most polite fan for Korea. Like we're like, come on, yeah. come on, come on, like you know, trying to keep our voices down. And I remember. Um, like I think Korea scored or something like that, and then we kind of like shoot daggers at her over to her. She's just like, like just quietly clapping quietly her hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was sweet. Um, and um, you know, and then after that World Cup, uh, two things. One, uh, you know, he and I ended up moving to, in together up in the Douglasville area and started playing. Uh, mm-hmm. adults adults locker indoor mm-hmm. um and i also found hattrick.org which oh, was gosh, a soccer hat-trick. management website i was wondering if that was going to come hat-trick. up <laughs> yep. if i could yeah. just have 10 percent of the time back oh my god that i spent on hattrick i'd have like another year to add on my life i, yeah. I can remember being like visiting friends in yep. new york and you were like um can i, I open your computer real quick because it's sunday night and, and i need uh, to set my orders set my line I hope yeah. people know what we're talking about. Um, it, it's it's still out there. It's still out there. Okay. You'll find yeah. it. it. And it's, you know, I'm sure it's still fun. 
Um, but you know, Hatcher, Hatcher got me into, you know, just the idea of the game and learning about the game, uh, so much so that E and I then went for the first Dos Acera yeah, U.S. Mexico yes. game in Columbus yeah. with a whole crew yep. of hat trick players. Like, I mean, literally nice. a guy came up from DC yep. who we had never met in person. We'd that only beer? That was beer. <laughs> and he drove with us eight hours out to Columbus that to was... stay at some other hat trick players uh, house. Right. Um, and so that would have been in 2005, 2006. It was 2005 because it was right after, like days after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Yep. I and it was that. after I was married. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, yeah, that was when we had Magic Voice, which was one of the first times we had, any of us had used GPS. Magic Voice. Um, and we were surrounded by Mexican fans. And, we were you know, in it. And in all honesty, it was a lot. It was intense. Don't get me wrong. Was, you know, they were decent. They were nice. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. When the U.S. got up, they weren't happy. When they got up a second time, they definitely weren't happy. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the same point, I lost my phone, and one of them actually met up with us and returned it to me. So, yeah. hey, good yeah. on them. Um, so yeah, the, that all of that kind of led to me really getting into soccer. And then once uh, you know, it was announced that the Philadelphia was getting a team. In was that 2012? Well, 2010 is when it was the first season, so yeah. I think they announced right. it in 2008, maybe or 2009. I'm not sure. I, as soon as it was announced, I, I got in the order, or, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I placed an order for season tickets. And, um, you know, we've yeah, had thank you, by the way, for being on top of that. I don't know if I ever formally thanked you, <laughs> but, um, but thank you. Cause I always, I do always give you credit yeah. for our seats. So. Our seats are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still remember yeah. you're, you're like, I'm putting our names in for, I'm like, awesome. Do it, do it, do it. Yep. Yeah. Cause Nate had just been born around that time. Cause I remember mm-hmm. it was, I was traveling for work up to Massachusetts area at that point, but anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I got the season tickets, um and you know and then yeah that's kind of my my soccer thing and now nowadays it's it's really about my kids and Mm -hmm. and coaching their teams and and uh you know i still play pickup some sunday mornings when i can get out there and my feet are 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 not in pain um and try to try to get around the field a little bit um yeah yeah that's kind of my 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 um soccer story it was uh you know one one short season as a kid, then it was uh, the 94 World Cup, and then it was the 2002 uh, World Cup mm-hmm. and, um, you know, hattrick.org that got me into it. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I still still try to play when I can, and it's it's a ton of fun, and I'm, I'm happy that the union are around. So yeah. how about you, E? What's your story? Well, I guess, I guess when I was seven or eight, I got scouted by Arsenal's youth squad. And just kidding. Um <laughs> no, I mean for me it's that very typical um story arc for a lot of us, right? It's soccer's one of the first uh games you play in an organized fashion. You know, I remember just uh for on a municipal league yep. for I think three years. So remember the 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 first team I was on, I think a lot of us were on this team when we first started. It was the green jersey, like that dark forest green jersey, and uh, we were we were the Eagles. I just remember okay. the little the little white vinyl soccer logo with the green. Uh, Dad coached that team. Dad coached that team. Yeah, running around with his keys in his pockets. <laughs> I remember. Wait, that, yeah. hold on. 
your dad coached? Yeah, yeah, he would like coach or assistant coach or yeah. There was a whole there were a bunch of dads like the um Lovegrins, uh Files. Files, uh, um 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 I didn't Barton. know he coached. He always tells me know. that your grandfather was a midfielder. Yeah, that's <laughs> but... the story, right? That, that's the yeah. story. Yeah, he was yeah. a midfielder. Um uh Baranowski's, they they were another I don't big one. That family. But uh no, I remember like playing first, second grade, and at that time it's just kind of swarm ballish you didn't really have the tactics down but at that age i was a little faster than the average kid and so i remember playing on the wings a lot and just running up and down um i do remember not like pl- not, not like playing in the cold and rain because i remember like it'd be saturday <laughs> mornings it's like oh it's raining do we have to do this and i also remember learning how bad uh your equipment smells after you oh, play God. if you don't wash it yeah um but uh, and I remember I think it was around third grade or something like that. That's maybe it was third or fourth grade. Now you're in that age where like some guys are starting to age more, you know, mature yep. than other ones, and they're getting faster and stronger. And and but they don't have the necessarily the maturity to go along with it. And I still remember trying to play on this wing and these guys in the on my own team, they would never pass that they will they would never pass to me because yeah, I was while I was fast, I wasn't you know a good player. And I just remember getting so frustrated at one point. Where I got the ball from then and just kicked it away from him, like like <laughs> like I was playing for the other team, and I think that was the last year I played, and then that was kind of it. And then um, it's funny I remember '94, the World Cup in '94, but I don't really remember really following it too much. It's like, oh yeah, it's just a soccer thing going on, I guess. I don't know. You know, I didn't really, you know, you just like heard this, bits and pieces about yeah, it. just that was about it, it was yeah, on the news or whatever. But All for, I remember is the T-shirt. <laughs> that our brother-in-law now has and owes. Um, yeah. I'm going to um, really feel bad if it wasn't Tom. So let's let's just assume it wasn't Tom, and I'll apologize to him. Maybe it would... now we're think, let's, no, 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 no. Just, we blame just Tom. Assume it is him, and then <laughs> I'll blame Tom. He's, I'll blame Tom for. I mean, he's he's picked on me enough, so it's it's Tom's fault. That's right. It's, it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you you can you can wipe your hands of it, but I'll I'll say it was Tom. Go exactly. on. Exactly, it's our prerogative. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was the 98 world cup, uh, in, in France. And, uh, my roommate Miguel at the time was, you know, now we're really dating ourselves. So we had our, our, uh, VCR in our little two bedroom house, whatever. And, uh, I remember coming to me, saying, like, Hey, I'm setting up the VCR to record. Don't touch the VCR. Cause I'm going to watch, you know, recording world cup mm-hmm. games. I'm like, Oh yeah, cool. That's, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll watch with you. Um, and it's telling to the story that, you know, Miguel's originally from Spain. And so. I remember coming home at you know at the end of the day, we'd throw on these games, and I just remember thinking, man, I have never seen anything like this. And I think Chris, yep. you mentioned it that first time, like I it was I don't even remember who England was playing, but the first time you hear this uh crowd, crowd. Sh- singing Rule Britannia, I'm like, this is this is not a Phillies game. This is something mm-hmm. different, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, the final came down to uh, you know, France and Brazil, right? And, and France wins it at home and the whole country's just, you know, just jubilation everywhere. And, uh, you know, this is back, you know, uh, 90 or 98. So this is, you know, gosh, who was all on the team? Like Zidane was on the team. Um, I think for Brazil, you had the original uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Uh, you had Roberto Carlos. You had, uh, anyway. Um, so I remember like, this is different. This is different. And so I remember 
um like and again miguel right from spain his team is real madrid and so i didn't know what real madrid was you know and so it's like oh cool you know so i would start following and not knowing that once you pick a team you're 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 on that team forever which <laughs> so as la liga goes i i still support you know uh real madrid um but uh that was 98 and then uh what was i started working i mean yeah it was 98 so i started working and um I remember I moved to Jersey and I was working for that company and like that's where Stefan right the guys like one guy from Germany and we on like lunch break or whatever and a soccer ball would just you know we just the two of us would just start kicking the ball back and forth I haven't touched the ball since third, third grade, grade. Yeah. and I think we like we started doing that like at breaks and then within gosh within a month we were playing like we had enough people at this company like you know that were who all just wanted to play soccer. Like half of them were probably, you know, originally from, you know, abroad. Other and, uh, and that's what I, like, you really start to kind of get that taste of the international fervor for the sport. And we were playing, no joke, twice a week, 11 v 11, all from the same company. There were 22 people wanting to play this game. And we would play the whole year. We even made like a whole you know, two, <laughs> two team league where we, I would keep track of the score. Right. And you know, the, the I remember the, the spreadsheet, the, the spreadsheet, exactly. And that uh, I would, I would send out the emails and all that. It was just a lot of fun. And then, um, you know, I came back to Pennsylvania and yeah, Paul and you and I moved in together and we found like some, uh, amateur leagues, I guess, to join. Um, but I think where it really started to take it off, wasn't right? even amateur, it was straight up, it was straight up intramural wreck. It wasn't even like you know, oh, yeah, amateur yeah. would have been a stretch. But I remember I did play like one scrimmage game with that Romanian team, and I was like, I am in way over my head. Like, this, like, we we scrimmaged against uh Penn State Berks's team, and I was just like, yeah, not only am I going to fail in my role on the field, I, there's a chance I'm going to die. So like, <laughs> I played one game, I'm like, thanks, guys. But yeah, I, I'm I'm hanging up the boots here. But then we found the one indoor league, which is great. And then where I work, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, internationals. And we started our own pickup game. And so um, we would just play nonstop. And I just really fell in love with playing the game. But um, yeah, so for MLS, Paul, for me, what I, I remember like, yeah, so MLS would be on. I like I still remember back in the day, I could just you pay like five, ten bucks for a year subscription and you would watch the games online, right? That's yep. pretty much where you got most of the games. Mm -hmm. And I remember just watching because it was like this was this was my this is my league, our league here in the US. This is our mm -hmm. league. And I didn't know enough about the sport to maybe see the how it didn't really stack up against, you know, the Premier League and La Liga and all that. But you know what? I couldn't even see those games if I wanted to, right? Because Chrissy, like you said, like there were like only these special, like the planets had to be aligned where like mm -hmm. a Premier League game would be on on a way that us mere mortals could see it, you know? And uh and so we spent half the time explaining what a soccer ball was um <laughs> to <laughs> Americans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um but Paul, I remember them I I forget what what uh issue of of uh electronic arts FIFA. And we would we, we did it when we were living I together about FIFA. Yeah, and we we did uh so I I was what I, I was Manchester United, you were Arsenal, and we played out the whole season. Like so when it was uh we'd set up for the season, so like like the, the computer would automatically play all the non 
Arsenal or Man Man U games, but whenever one of them came up, it's be like, "Hey, Paul, don't you know Arsenal's up next, so you, you're mm-hmm. playing Norwich or whoever." Mm-hmm. Okay, you play, and then whatever games, and you're like, "Hey, Man Man uh, Manchester United is playing." Like, okay, I'll play. And uh, this is back when um, um, Beckham was still on the team, and uh, like we had our respective jerseys, but then like whatever, twice during the season we would face off against each other. We'd like sit down on the sofa with our jerseys on and play it. And it kind of, it's like the idea of the fantasy league because you had all these actual players and you're training them or trading or whatever, and you're learning their names. And uh, so, but then I remember, I think you and I started playing, well, we should play MLS. And I remember at that point, right, you got to pick your team and you picked Columbus, Columbus, right? And I picked New England Revolution, right? Because I I guess did I know Tw- uh, Twelman at the time or Taylor? I think uh, it was also was? the red, white, and blue. Yeah, it's the red, white, and blue. Yeah, for, for me it was the classic Columbus uh, logo. The three, yeah, the, the, the silhouettes of the three, um, you know, construction workers. Uh-huh. I just thought that was a really cool look. Yeah, um, yeah, and the yellow was just such a it just different really stood out because I remember. Before before the union came along, I I started then following in MLS uh, Houston Dynamo. But at the the at the issue of this version of FIFA and MLS, it wasn't. It was uh, the oh, it was the Dallas Burn was the mm-hmm. one team, and Houston didn't, didn't know there wasn't even a Houston. I think they were still the San. They Jose were still in San Jose or wherever the they came from. So I remember then we started playing MLS and. Uh, and I still remember like playing the game and realizing, oh my gosh, these players actually resemble I me. Mean, it's on a PS2, so the graphics are only so good, but uh, they actually resemble the actual players I watch on my little web browser broadcast. So I think that's what uh, started the MLS thing because it was kind of like it was the league we could watch. So that's what I watched, and you know I didn't know any better. But you know, there's nothing to apologize for either in that respect. And. Uh, then I remember I started following Houston because that was back in the Brian Ching days with uh, Dave De- De- Rosario, yeah, all those guys, and they were such. Um, uh, what's his name? Kinnear was was managing the team. Yeah, and I think there was like two MLS Cups finals mm-hmm. that were New England versus Houston, New England At versus least, Houston, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and Houston won both of them, I think. Yeah, yeah New I'm, England I'm, still hasn't won one. I don't, yeah. or just uh, yeah, I can't remember what they've won one now. But uh, I just remember like really getting into it. And so like my work, we, we would be playing like every week and all these guys were talking, you know, World Cup this and like Champions League that. And then I bring up MLS and people are like, eh, not very much interested. <laughs> interested. But it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's my league and that's fine. I get it, you know. And uh, um, yeah, and then I remember like, you know, every year there'd be talk about expansion teams. When's Philly going to get their team? When's Philly going to get their team? I still remember saying like, Man, when Philly gets their team, I'm dropping Houston because now Philly's my team. And I know that's like, I feel like you're allowed that one time. One time you're allowed <laughs> to switch a team. And yeah. if, uh, this this definitely uh, um, would be a good reason. Because I, I had like my Houston jersey, you know. Uh, well, I remember you two bought me a Columbus jersey for my birthday the one year. Oh, we did. That's right. And that was the old style with the collar. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know if I still have that. I might have kept that one just because it was the first soccer jersey yeah. I got. Because I do remember I bought the jersey when we went and saw U.S. Mexico mm-hmm. 2005. Like bought the we, U.S. jersey. I bought the U.S. Yeah. jersey for that one. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I've got a few others, obviously union jerseys. I've got a Germany Jersey and, and, and mm -hmm. uh, others mm -hmm. as well. But yeah, I think I might still have that Columbus Jersey upstairs. I was when this, when, when, when Chrissy threw out this topic, I was actually half tempted to run upstairs to see if I could. Find <laughs> it. Yeah. Cause I distinctly remember that, it was the logo for the crew is what, what caught yeah. my eye. Yeah. And I actually used that as the inspiration for my logo in hat trick. When you could create logos for your team. I did. Mine was uh, Calvin Stuffed, Stuffed Tigers. Tigers. And um, yeah, I, I tried <laughs> to make that silhouette logo with the three Hobbses. And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I forgot about FIFA when I was going to. Yeah. That was a big part of it as well. Yeah. But yeah, I remember um yeah, I remember when the union got their team and uh I still remember those those commercials they would make, like with like um you know, obviously we didn't even have a team yet, right? It was just I think I think we already had signed Peter Novak to be the head coach. Um I don't know if we had signed any players yet, but I still remember these kind of like kind of studio filmed commercials where right? like watching like kind of these slow motion like uh sequences of players like uh, you see Novak on the sideline like he's gesturing and screaming uh orders out onto the field and I remember it's like it was like a like a black background so you couldn't tell if it was night or day right and I still remember like the whole Philadelphia Union I'm like oh, is that gonna be our chant I don't know like we really have a team yet we've already <laughs> seen these commercials um yeah. And so then once the union got their team and, you know, you got us our season tickets, it became, you know, I mean, got the scarf, get the jersey, right? We, I think, yeah, Paul, you and I both have first year. We have an inaugural season in, jersey. Inaugural it's starting so to fall apart now, oh but you still know, have it. I know. So that's yeah. right. Chris does too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because this is before, this is pre-Bimbo. Before the sponsorship. Yeah. 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 Um, Because yeah. that way we didn't have Bimbo across the front. Correct. <laughs> I, like hindsight i really wish we bought two because the one i i wear a lot but now, like i said it's starting to fray it's starting to fall apart you know it's like the uh, little the adidas stripes on the shoulder on mine have come loose on the top mm -hmm. so yeah i gotta yeah. be careful when i wear it when i wear it and stuff like that yeah but it's interesting like how much you know there's been books written on this there's podcasts about it but just how unifying soccer can be, you know, like when I was working in Jersey, the company I was working for, right. We had, we had an office over in Germany and we had partners around the, the globe. And I remember like getting in one morning and um, if the tech support lines were, were busy, uh, they would, you know, bump it back to us and like, Hey, can you, someone take a tech call? Like, sure. We'll take a tech call. I remember still pick up the phone and there's some guy calling from, uh he was calling from i want to say i think it was cyprus and he's like yeah he's like he introduced himself where he was calling from which is not protocol you, you just pick up like hey how can i help you tells me name tells you just call calling from he's like and i'm watching world cup game right now so uh i might have to put down the phone and, and check a score out just in case i'm letting <laughs> you know i'm like cool totally got it. and i remember i was following at the time and I remember it was greece versus it's either Greece versus somebody or Turkey versus somebody because um, the fact is from Cyprus, I didn't put the geopolitical stuff together. And I said, oh, you're, you must be rooting for, and I'll just say it was Greece. Oh, you must be rooting for Greece. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm never going to root for Greece. 
I'm waiting for the other guy. And it's like, oh, I got you, right? <laughs> but still, it's just I we had it's uh, like uh, me rooting against the Red Bull, but with a lot more passion. <laughs> exactly. A lot more history. Oh god, yeah. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. You know, we we had uh you know our partners <laughs> in Japan, and I remember like emails going on. This is in 2002, and it'd be like, okay, you know, whatever back and forth information for all work-related stuff. And then basically getting these emails like, hey, um, if you need this, get in by a certain time because you know, while I think they were what 16, 14 hours ahead, I can't remember. Like at night, they're all going out after work to watch the games and the place just shuts down. And it's like, that's awesome, you know? And then, mm-hmm. you know, being back here in Pennsylvania and like the people I work with, it's like, hey, I still remember South Africa and like we we let's let's reserve a room and let's let's watch the opening game and let's everyone get their lunch. You know, it's like it becomes this awesome connecting social event, you know, and it's kind of like when your team's not playing, then you pick a team that you want to support, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you or just, you root for a friend's team. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, we have friends, you know, from England, from Spain, right? And you just you get on that bandwagon and it's like, yeah, let's go, let's go until they play the US. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, let's go US, you know. And it's just um, it's you know, the Olympics, and I think I, I can loop C on on this one, right? The Olympics are great because there's these great stories, this whole international like feel-good event, you know. Yes, there's always actual problems with doping and all that. I get that, you know, but but still just the idea of it, such a great idea. But soccer, man, soccer goes a little bit beyond all that, you know, and uh, no matter where you go, and, and it's nice, even here in the US, you go some places and, and you'll see someone walking down the street with like a Leicester City shirt on now. And you're like, oh, we didn't see that 20 years ago. Nope. And, uh, you know, and you, you uh, like, you know, you'll bump into people and you're like, Oh, you like soccer? Like, Oh yeah. Like they'll see scarves hanging up in your office. Like, well, who do you support? Like I support this. Like, Oh, cool. You know, I, you know, and immediately it just fosters. Hi, heretic. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still, I think it's still niche enough that when you find somebody who is interested in soccer, that you have a connection, even if you root for different teams, like if you see that Leicester city person, it's, there's still a little bit, it's a, it's a, Oh wow. I wouldn't have seen that however long ago yeah but oh but it's still a little bit unique in the sense of it's still not the prevalent sport here so you do have that kind of immediate level of kinship mm-hmm. <laughs> with, absolutely with i agree yeah. so um yeah it's it's, it's interesting yeah. well, it's, it's funny too even like in in families where soccer is you know runs deep you know particularly international you know like you know talk to people's like mom or grandmother and they even know like oh i'm never rooting for them they're awful like whatever like whatever you know international team and they 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 only you know you know you wear your colors and you root against those colors and it's just i can only imagine how many you know romeo and juliets there are between real madrid families and barcelona families (laughs) mixed marriages yeah well there's that one uh there, I've never seen this one clip a couple of years back, and it was just that it was uh, it was a couple getting married over in England. One was a, I think the the wife was her family was Man City, and the husband was Man United. Yeah. And leading up to the wedding, uh, sadly before the wedding gets there, the the groom's father passed away, right? And so this video clip is at the reception now, and so the groom stands up to give this speech and he's like oh i just want to take this moment to um 
uh, you know, so this is like, I think this is like in the, you know, most of the people there were from her family, right? Man City fans. And he stands up and he's holding his glasses. Like, I just want to take a moment to just raise, uh, make a toast. Um, and you can see his voice starts to crack a little bit. And he's like, you know, we lost someone very, very dear to us this year. You know, he was such a, a leader for us, for our family and all that. So I just wanted to ask everyone to stand up and raise their glasses and let's toast to Sir Alex Ferguson because he had just <laughs> left Man United. And immediately the whole crowd like both laughs and boos at the same time because of, like you get a room full of city supporters, you know, to toast Alex Ferguson. And, you know, everyone, you know, it was just, I think that kind of sums up that, that, that experience, you know. Um, what a, what a genius way to both address Yes. the elephant in the room and kind of yeah diffuse it a bit absolutely you know? yeah. and i think he even said to like oh my dad would be laughing at this right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that yeah. was fun a little trip down memory lane yeah. for everyone yeah you know if you've got a story you want to share with us please do yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, actually, I, I'd be curious to to hear how how you guys came. I imagine a lot of people came through playing, um, mm. you know, as as children. I did not. I did. I come from a long line of non joiners, um, so uh, <laughs> I really didn't. I wasn't, except for a brief stint of track and field myself, uh, which didn't take. I, I was never on a team. Never played. Um, but, uh, you know, so it's even more surprising <laughs> to a lot of my family mm -hmm. that I, I have this, this level of interest now. Um, in fact, I remember my memories of soccer when I was a kid was, uh, associating it with the seventies for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that the, was just a, you know, outdated and... school library or, or what, mm -hmm. but, um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, I'd be curious to hear how other people, uh, reached their interest yeah. and, and like fandoms that they've chosen maybe beyond the union. Um, you know, so I know some people are diehards for British teams and unless yeah. you're from, or I shouldn't say British, but like UK or wherever, really, how did you, how did you pick, um, yeah. you know, how did you decide? So anyway, uh, we'd love to hear your stories. Not Interesting though, because I don't remember picking Arsenal and it's, he was talking about with the FIFA thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I do remember, you know, casually following them and it's interesting because Nate, my son, that's that's his EPL team. That's right. Now, that's right. I think, like me, he picked it because of FIFA. My guess is he picked it because it has a big cannon on their logo. <laughs> and he thought that was cool because, especially back when he when he first started following it a little bit, and you know, that's when he was seriously into his Revolutionary War stage. Yeah. And, um, you know, so he, he saw that cannon. I think yeah. it kind of caught his eye, and he's yeah. been following him ever since. I uh, think Arsenal kind of entered the American subconscious. For some people too because of there's a nick hornby book called fever pitch, fever pitch right which fever i believe pitch. is i believe it's a memoir um mm -hmm. it's at least part memoir yeah. uh maybe semi-fictionalized but he's a huge arsenal fan colin um, firth and yeah that's the the movie version yeah who was who was the the female lead in that version not sure if okay. that was someone who whose whose career made it across the bond as yeah. it were yeah. um but uh yeah, so um I I that was the first um team I was I knew um uh, from the AP, APL. So mm -hmm. um and kind of thought that I I always appreciated the sort of subtle threat of the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, instead of you know the lions and tigers and bears that we tend to have over oh here my. that are more overt. Arsenal. Um you know, just Arsenal. We have an Arsenal. 
Yeah. Just letting you know, we have an RC. <laughs> it's that it's that nice yeah. British, slightly understated. You know, yeah. it's not you know, it's not overt, but it's yeah. it's it's polite and understated. Sort of the British version of f around and find out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I could go on more, but I, I can yeah. see where we're where we've passed the hour. Because <laughs> um, as you're talking, I'm like, oh man, I remember, right, Paul? Like you would record. save it for the next part. Save it for the next yeah. part. Okay, we'll we're going to have we'll more. Yeah, yeah. So much good stuff. So much <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. We're going to have more. So um, yeah. yeah, let's let's come up with some more. I feel like I feel like we should do like a, you know, probably not this season, but maybe next season at some point, like. Do it like a more Philly Union sponsored uh, watch party somewhere. Like, hey, we're going to be in King of Prussia. We're going to set up whatever. Like, come on out. It's like maybe maybe we don't want to do that when when nobody shows up. But you know, <laughs> yeah, that would be the embarrassing part. <laughs> that would be the embarrassing part. Yeah, anyway. we have to get more more downloads in PA first. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We'll take a poll. We can take a poll and see if take who'd be interested. Yeah. But hey, if those people in Berlin want to, you know, pay to fly us out there for. Uh, <laughs> For a podcast recording, yeah. we do that. Yeah, we'll we'll keep working on our German. So, yavol, uh, yavol. Okay. Right. Um. Anything else? Not for tonight. That's it. All right. Well. Um. Hey, if you want to join in our conversation, um, you know, you can find us at our website, amorephillyunion.com. Uh. Hey, feel free to send us an email. Um. At pod at amorephillyunion.com. Hey, let us know your history. Actually, I know one or two you guys have. Um, yeah, if you know what got you into soccer, what got you into MLS, what got you into the union, um, any other big soccer stuff that were memories that were pivotal for your whole soccer, you know, history. Uh, feel free to share. We'd love to read it. Um, uh, you can find us on the various socials um, on X Twitter. You can find us at a more Philly U. Instagram, YouTube, and Threads. We are a more Philly Union. We got that ongoing, growing Spotify playlist. Uh, you can find us on there at a more Philly Union. Uh, to be honest, uh, the last episode I kind of picked it because I just wanted to get a cake song on there, uh, <laughs> so I picked the title accordingly. So I kind of reverse engineered that one. Yeah, my hands were tied in that one. <laughs> hey, if, if you want to email with any soccer stories, that's fine. If you want to email with any music requests, I will work those into the uh, titles of our episodes and we'll get your, your song on our playlist. Um, yeah, so keep downloading our podcast where you get yours, right? We're on all the various podcasters out there. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, um, spread the word. And um, yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of A More Philly Union. We are your hosts. I'm E. I'm C. I'm Paul. And a special thanks for E for running two in a row this uh, last week and this week, <laughs> as I could not do it uh, while I was driving. So thank you, E. Appreciate right. it. You guys did a great job. Easy. All right. And let's end it. Go ahead, Paul. Go, Go Union! When you were going on about the Columbus Crew's original logo, it's like, oh man, absolutely, I remember that, you know, because it's just it's this immediate emotional kind of response, you know, and I think that's um, makes for good makes a good makes for good uh, audio.
good good podcast makes for easy listening yeah like kenny g <laughs> i was wondering if that's where you're going with it i was like waiting <laughs> like, oh no i think i see where this is going